Hola, mi gente. My name is Jessica Yanez, and I want you to join me for some wine and chisme. The Wine and Chisme podcast was created to amplify voices across communities of color, all while drinking a glass of wine. From wine talk, interviews, and recaps of all things pop culture, join me every Wednesday for the chisme. Please make sure to check out the Wine and Chisme podcast and other amazing podcasts as part of the Latina Podcasters Network. It's a rut, nigga. You heard? Hey, yo, take one, take one. This ain't for fake ones. The real recognize real, don't be a fake one. If you feel like I feel, you'll be a great one. Every day is living the movie. This is take one, take one. Take yo, yo, one. what's going on? Welcome to the Advocate Show. Yeah. yeah, it's your boy, NTL, a.k.a. Mr. Alias. Too many to go around. Mm. I'm on right, I got my man. 50 grand. Yeah, 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 sir. Yo, this is Stella Music over here, and we're doing this Hip Hop Advocates podcast. I'm over here with my man, Efren. Give it away, brother. Uh, the name's Erupt. Put it in your butt like what? You already know. Simba <laughs> <laughs> Selena. Yo, so um, you know how we roll. This show right here, man, the Advocates show, we advocating sex, drugs, and rock and roll. We All letting that. loose, you know what I'm saying, off the goose or Johnny, you know what I'm saying, yeah. but... Um, we definitely doing this for the love of hip hop, man. Um, it's about that's what, that's, what, that's what we doing this for. When it used to be fun, along, you know, when it we, used to be fun. We make music. We make music all the time. Yeah, we record all the time. But we, you know, it's good to talk about it. We a different breed of uh, MCs and mm-hmm. shit, right? I mean, we still holding on to the golden era of hip hop. Um, you know, we up there too. You know what I'm saying? We. We were old enough to to had experience the tapes to the CDs to to Napster to now you know the streaming or, right or, like I just forgot about Napster Napster that, that shit, shit fucked everything up for the artists that's what changed no that's what changed everything. it kind of fucked everything up no yeah it fuck, it, you know but it it forced it forced the music industry to change is what it did yeah yeah to adapt to the digital era as opposed to the the CD era was like the last hard physical. Thing that yeah. people used to have. It went from eight tracks to cassettes to wow. CDs, eight tracks, and then that's when everybody started moving to the MP3 shit. The vinyls, I'm, you I'm forgot the them. vinyls. Which and, yeah, yeah, the vinyls, yeah, which are making yeah, a bad. comeback. A lot of underground, a lot of independent artists are printing out. They're making vinyls mm-hmm. and selling them. You know, fifty, sixty, eighty, ninety dollars. God damn. Yeah, man. Vinyl? Vinyls. They, you know, limited edition. They'll print like 10, and they'll sell it for like 40, 50 bucks. You know what I'm saying? The hard shit is finding something to play that shit on. Yeah. Yo, <laughs> yo, you know what? But if you Google that shit, you do research, mm-hmm. yo, that, there's been a spike on sales on on, on um, just, you know, record on records. Just people buying records, people buying record players. I'm telling you, because the sound is so... It's a different sound, the, the like you said, you know what I'm saying? You get the feel with the CDs, but prior, prior to that was the tapes. The tapes used to pop. Remember that shit? Yeah. Yo, yeah. I remember buying like three freaking uh, Biggie Ready to Die. Them shit used to pop on me all the time. Like, yo. Playing them too much, right? Playing it too much, and then I would rewind it. It was the pausing and rewinding. That fucked shit up, I think. That used to pop all the time, but before that was a vinyl. The vinyl had a sound. 
<laughs> it had a sound. A little Krispy Kreme. Yeah, it was a distinct, a distinct, the Krispy Kreme. The nigga, the, the cracker. There was a rapper named Krispy Kreme, but he was like so a little funny white dude. <laughs> Shout out to Nick. He put us on to Krispy Kreme. Oh man, nigga, be fun Yo, in the garbage. Yo. I know. I know. We already. <laughs> I know. We mentioned that we, you know, we MC, we um, rhyme, yo. we produce. So we could just start it off like, what are our influences in this? Like, what what made us get into music? Word, who wants word. to who wants to pick it up first? Well, for me, I say my influence. I mean, as corny as it may sound, NTL is the one who influenced me. Oh shit, oh, brotherly love. Me. Yeah, he yeah, influenced me, me watching him. Even though I've, I've always been around, I've seen people. I mean, really, what started me into music, into hip hop, I would say, was listening to maybe when I was like 12, 13, when, whenever the fuck is Dark and Hell is Hot came out. Like I, I would hear hip hop. I would hear hip hop. You was in eighth grade. You was in eighth grade. I was, I was, I was like in junior high. Yeah. And I remember I would always hear hip hop. You know, you hear the music, but I never sunk into it, understood it. You know, you just hear you. You know, it's like it's like now the kids they hear melody. Little kids they hear melody and they get hooked to it. That's what grabs you as a kid. But until you start listening and feeling the energy, that's what DMX got me. When I heard this dog, when he first came out, I remember. I remember it was a, it was a, it, 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 I think it was around uh, summer, summertime, because that shit came out in like May. Yeah, yeah, I remember. I was in summer. It was school. like around yeah, May. I, was in school, and shit, I, I used to go upstate every summer and stay with my cousins up there. I went one time in Rockland, and Oof. they um, this nigga, um, this nigga Richard had my cousin Richard. He had that. He he had copped the album. And when I heard that shit from the beginning, bro, Oof. that's when the Rough Riders anthem, the Rough Riders anthem was already out. Speaking of vinyl, back in, we were talking about, yo, he had a record player. He had player. the vinyl. He, he had, had the vinyl. vinyl. He, he had the vinyl for the Rough Riders and stop being greedy. Yeah, stop being greedy. He had the instrumental. He, 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 he would loop all that shit. He used to have the vinyl. Yeah, he used to have, the, the vinyl had, uh, get at me, no, it had get at me dog and stop being greedy. Word. On the vinyl. They didn't even have Rough Riders anthem on it. Because yeah. get at me dog was the first one that really came out. That was the shit that got him hot. And then they threw out the Rough Riders anthem out there. Well, to this day, it's two, you know what I mean, two uh, albums in one year, two platinum albums in one year. Yeah, I mean, he's never been done Nobody before. done that, yeah. And he yeah. did that. That came out, I remember it came out like around May. And then he did Flesh of My Flesh. That came yeah. out in December. I think that shit came out on my birthday, as a matter of fact. Yeah, yeah. Damn. Yo, Buggy, so you said DMX. Anybody else? I mean, the one that really influenced me, like that energy that nigga had that got me like, Yo, the music shit, like really started listening to hip hop, was him. Word. I mean, I was talking about creating music. That's a different story. That's a different, um, you know, because that guy, what got me into that was more us, you know, just one day, you know, like you and me, we used to do back in the day in your crib. We used to just be chilling, and all of a sudden, we just started writing. We're like, yo, let's fuck around. You had a mic. I remember we we had the, we had a little bullshit, like not even like this. It was like a little that shit was plastic. Yeah, no, I got that shit. I write it. And we had that shit hooked <laughs> up straight to the back of a desktop. Word. And we was like, yo, and we just, and we'll just sit there and write. We'll just write, and we didn't even know how to count bars, yeah, but no you know, we we'll just write. We'll just write rhymes, and we figured it out. We figured out that way how to. I should say what what to count my bars, like Nori, <laughs> like Nori. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. But that's hilarious. But you know, I mean. Uh, my, I mean, my influence really like this nigga, like the people around me. Like seeing shit live is different. I got you. That'll inspire you. That'll inspire any kid. Like mm. when I used to hear this nigga rhyming, we used to like just be chilling upstate, wherever, 
And this nigga, you know, in, in the middle of uh, just hanging out. Just start rhyming. And niggas just start rhyming. And just fucking around. Just making niggas laugh and saying crazy shit, but that shit sounds so ill because, yeah. you know, you making yeah. it you making it you making uh-huh. it in tune with, with, with the music, with the beat. That shit'll influence any nigga to, you know, that really loves it and like see he has the potential to wanna do it. Yeah. Carlos? That shit for me was um, you know what I mean, like I started listening to, you know, I used to listen to Michael Jackson and shit. You know what I mean? I was more soul, like R and B, Al Green, nigga. I was just listening to Al Green. Um As we all were. Al Green, um as a kid, like I would listen to Michael Jackson was the first tape I bought. Like, you know what I mean? Then my mother bought me, you know what I mean? I was like five, six. And I'm like, yo, we was at a fucking um Caldor. What was it? Caldor Woolworth. <laughs> Woolworth. Man, talking about throwbacks. Ooh, Woolworth, throwbacks. damn. <laughs> and she um and I saw a Michael Jackson tape and I was like, yo, mom, can I get this? And she it was like five five ninety nine or some shit. It was like his greatest hits or something. It was like in mid nineties or something, like maybe no, early nineties, maybe ninety three or something. Cop the tape, I'm listening to the joint, man. I fell in love with that. But with hip hop, I see my older cousins, Jenny, Natasha, Glendy. They put oh, they put they put me onto a Wu Tang. Me, Simon, they put us on, all you, all of us, they put us on, they put us on to Wu-Tang, the Nas, the Illmatic, and all that, we ain't know none of that shit, Emilio, cousin Emilio, actually, he gave me uh, first hip-hop tape, Big L, Mm. it was a single, Put It On, we're featuring Kid Capri, man, I know this shit because Side B had the instrumental, Mm -hmm. and that's how I started rhyming, like, you know what I mean, I heard Big L, Side A, and I was trying to, like, not mimic his shit, but yeah. just put my own words to the song. And that's how I started. Big L, put it on. Which was, an, it was a, after a while, it was an annoying beat. Now that I think about it, <laughs> that shit was mad annoying. But it was, you know what I mean? It was hard. That was the only thing I had at the time. But, that and that's how I started. That bass was L on that beat. I started researching. I went back. I'm like, yo, you got any more tapes? And I started going to 101 and 37. That's what he, there, there was a hundred or one on one. What was that? That was at the dead end. That was the dead end. One on one. One on one. Yeah. So it was yeah. on that junction. I know too. Numbers. Your numbers. That's there. when I, I I went with him to numbers. He took me to numbers, and they had a DJ in the back. They were playing all the new shit every Tuesday. I mm. used to drop. Hey, yo, that's when we cop everything. So I used to be like, yo, <laughs> <laughs> I used to cop all the singles because I knew Side B had the instrumentals. And I just practiced. Boom. I remember it was like in fourth, fifth grade. That's when I started like writing and shit. But I always used to freestyle, like he said, just to fuck around, make people laugh. Jo- or some like jokes to shit. You know what I mean? Class clown type shit. But so we got Big O. Anybody yeah. else you can think of? The early. And then when in high school, I'm, that's when I met Maniac. Shout out to Maniac. He was supposed to be here today. He ain't make it. But um, nigga Maniac. Maniac used to play vinyls. He had Big Daddy Kane, Rakim. He put me on to Rakim, Big Daddy Kane. He was like, listen to Big Daddy Kane. He, and I'm like, I ain't listen to that old shit. And he was like, yo, listen to this shit. And I was listening. I'm like, yo, do you have metaphors? That Fast forward now. Yeah. A lot, I know a lot of young kids probably yeah, say they, that about. Of course. But it's worse now. They... They shitting on the artists. They call them, you know what I mean? Call them a type of names and all that. But, oh, man. But I was like, yeah, I don't want to listen to that because it was a vinyl. I'm like, yo, who the fuck listens to vinyl? You know what I mean? But he was like, yo, listen to this. Put Big Daddy Kane, the metaphors, the, the just the, the structure of the songs, his wordplay was crazy. 
And that's how I was like, yo. And I started studying them. Boom, like Big Daddy Kane and Rakim and Kooji Rap. And I'm then I found out Kooji Rap was from Corona. Cool. And I'm like, oh, shit. And then I started realizing more shit, searching and, and just digging in the crates. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So, so then, I, then I bought a fucking record player, which is crazy. I said, yo, fuck all that old shit. I bought a record player. And I started... Then I started digging in the crates, going buying vinyls, and and I'm like, damn. And then I I listened to my pops. He had a whole shit of vinyls, and I would listen to old shit. I'm like, yo, this is DMX sample this shit. Oh, this this sample, this dude sample this. That's a ill feeling. Yeah. Right? You got that. That's you yo, you listen that sample. You listen to DMX's uh, Hell Is High, whatever that first dog in Hell Is High. Yo, he sampled mad Spanish baladas, mm-hmm. kid. Well, Dane, well, that was uh, the producer was Dane Grease. The, the, well, Reed not him, but the producer, yeah. I forgot the other dude's name. Because Swiss, Swiss Beats did, I think. He came in like, later, right? Yeah, he, he came did, in later. He did the Rough Island. He did like one. I, don't think, I think he only did like two tracks, but it was Dane Grease, and I forgot the other producer. I did that whole album, majority of it. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's why that shit sound like it has that certain kind doo, of. Like, that Zobalada is Spanish. I'm like, yo, hold up. I remember my mother used to waking up, at, you know, the Saturdays listening to this shit. That's like also this. how you found the uh, that, that at sixty nine. At sixty nine, yo, my pop, and then digging through the my yeah. pop's crate, he had like a, a a porno vinyl, like it was a it was crazy. <laughs> wait, 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 porno, like it was a porno vinyl. So I, yeah. I popped it in, and I'm like, yo, what the fuck is it? And this is lady, she sounded like she was Argentinian or something. And she's fucking like some Cuban dude at one in one episode, like one scene, and then she's fucking the milkman. This, this is all uh, this is all audio though. <laughs> so I, I'm getting I'm getting an audio an ear erection and shit. Like yo, what the fuck is this? <laughs> oh man! And then at one point she said, um, she's she's fucking. Uh, is it? A, I think it's a Puerto Rican or Dominican dude. And she said, oh, tú tienes tremendo pingón. And it was a Cuban dude. He goes. Oye chica, digo yo, oye chica, eh, sí, tengo otra hermana dos pingón. Eh, pues vamos al 69. Y dice, el 69. Okay. <laughs> and then they started, but you can't see shit, but you visualizing everything. I'm like, yo, that's the power of just words and music, even music. There's an artist, they paint pictures in every song, you know what I mean? So. What got you? Into what, what got you, man? What, got, what really drove you to. Cause you're a producer. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you a producer. What got you into that? So I would have to say, let me. Uh, I'll go on the first question. Uh, Fat Joe and DMX. First, it was DMX. The first album that I ever heard was DMX. The first album, right? And then I was like, yo, this shit is crazy. Like, what is this? Then one of my buddies let me uh, Don Cartagena, Fat Joe. That's and crazy. Like, this shit is insane. And it was uh, crazy too because I only knew those two guys in hip hop. And I remember on a few tracks there was some dude that was rhyming fast. Mm. And the Fat Joe's the Fat Joe's album. And later on in life, I'm, you know, I find out it's big pun. I'm like, big oh pun. shit. That's why I was so impressed by it. But um but yeah, Fat Joe and DMX all the way, man. Wow. That energy, like he said, that energy was fucking crazy. I wanted to fucking rob my nigga when I didn't have to. <laughs> Even Fat I was Joe, barking like a dog when I didn't Fat have Joe's to. Joe's album before that, Jealous Ones Envy. Jealous Joe's Ones Envy. Yeah, Jealous Ones Envy. Because then he did Jealous Ones Still Envy. Like, that was like 2002, 2003. But Jealous Ones Envy, that's where I first heard Pun. Pun, man. Pun was on the first track. He was on the first track. Firewater. He was on Firewater on that. Yeah, Raekwon. Yeah, yeah. 
That shit, yo. That album, that album was ill. And when it comes to I producing, a lot of niggas sleep on Fat Joe, man. But. Nah, Fat Joe's still doing it. Look, Thirty years later, that. he's still relevant. Yo. You know, now he's he's he you know he's he's turning to Jopra and shit. Like that's dope. <laughs> yo, but he's uh, a journalist. You know what I mean? So uh, let me get that producing that producing question out. Yo, get that. Yeah, producing is hard. People think that shit is easy. Making a beat. You know what I'm saying? Making a beat and then producing is two different things. And I feel like you have both. Like, you you make the beat, and then while you're making the beat, you're producing, knowing, like, yo, this is what I want on this. What you, you hear, yeah, you hear yeah. what you, you hear already what you're, what you want to hear on yeah, it. While vision, you, when you make, after you, you know, while you're making it, you're already visualizing the, the, the vocals, uh, the melody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As for producers, like, that it will influence me, that's a tough one, because there's just, there's so many, man. Yeah, no, it's but a lot. But I know that. After a while, I started getting to uh, to Nas a lot. Mm. So you know, like DJ Premier, like I started hearing those type of beats. Mm. Um, That's so ironic because people say that he's the worst picker in hip hop history. Oh Nas, yeah, I agree, <laughs> agree with you. That shit, I'm a big Nas fan, and a lot of his beats, yo, know, they, I want to say they trash, man. I gotta say, it. one nigga, trash. one of my favorite producers all time, Havoc, because Havoc is he sampled, and a lot of shit is sampled. He samples a lot of his shit, but the way that nigga flips it, man, he has so much shit in it. Like I feel like a lot of his 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 dark gritty shit is yeah. like the shit that you make, maniac makes. Yeah, like that shit, you know, like that shit brings out that energy. Like, yeah. but you know how he made shit. shook ones, right? Yeah, yeah. With the uh, with, with the stove, the stove time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The... he was in Queensbridge in this fucking stove, and he and he recorded that, like you said, and. Uh, I remember seeing that shit when they were, I remember when they, I think it was like the source back, like back, you know, a while back, like maybe 15 years ago, and they rated like top 100 hip hop beats of all time. And I think Shook Ones, it was either Shook Ones, yeah, it was Shook Ones, was like number one. Mm. And they rated it like the Queens hip hop beat of all time. Queens? Yeah, yeah I love that. that. Queen shit. Survival of the Fittest. Word, man, Queens. Yeah, Survival of the, that was two, Survival of the Fittest. And Shook Ones were both in the top 10 of that list. They had it. Survival of the Fit is another one. Word. Yo, Juan Carlos, I was thinking about what you were saying earlier. Like, that when you had, when you when your pops gave you those vinyls, you were like, yo, fuck this shit. And you, like, delved into your own thing. Right. So, thinking about it now, fast forward now, you think that golden era will ever come back? Yo, speaking of that, uh, K Slay. He's trying to keep it alive, you know. He's going DJ, hard. DJ K Slate, he just dropped um, Rolling 50 Deep. So he got 50 MCs. Everybody's dropping eight bars. You know, so he got on Sheik. On one track? On one track. He got Sheik Luch. He got um, Styles wait, P. Wait, how many? Wait, go back. What? 50, how many? 50 MCs. On one track? The joint's like 18 minutes You long. see, that's yeah, ill. Yeah. That's ill, right? That's an ill on idea. On an ill beat. On an ill beat. Eight, yeah. eight bars each. On an ill beat. Joel O.T.'s. Because niggas Rivers. done that. Niggas done that on a beat. And I'm like, yeah, the beat is all right. That he got to be the, hard. The beat is hard, the though. The beat got to be fucking. So he got Cassidy. He got Real Spitters. Royce the 5'9". You know, everybody in our age group. You know what I'm saying? Ain't nobody younger than freaking 30. You know what I mean? 32 in, the, in that fucking range. Because that's the wave that, you know, the new wave is more of a melodic singing, mm -hmm. you know, trap shit, you know, which is Siege's own, you know what I mean? And you got to move with the times, right? But um, that golden ever coming back is going to be hard, bro. It's hard. It's hard. Because 
did you miss it? Is it too close, or did you just miss it? Like, you know what I mean? But we got people, like I said, Case Slay, he just dropped that. We're just keeping it alive. But you read the comments, and what I said with the vinyl, my kids are like, yo, what the fuck? Nobody want to hear this old this. shit. Nobody's looking for that. Nobody, nobody. Nobody's checking for that. The niggas yeah. got the wrong, wrong, wrong yeah, idea think, of man? making hip-hop. Nah, I mean, that shit is something. Like, that, that niggas ain't doing that to sell. It's not mm. about selling. We're doing the, the uh, that idea is for the art. It is. It it's is for the art. It's not about fucking selling to do some shit for the club. Who gives a fuck? Well, a lot now, of that shit happens natural. When you try too hard, a lot of the songs you hear that play in, on the clubs and shit, or you know that a party track that, that people just get caught up into, that shit comes natural. You think niggas gonna go in the studio like, oh yeah, I'm gonna do this to attract this certain crowd? That's where you're going in the booth, and you know in the creative. Ask, but you're going in with the wrong idea. You just got to go with the flow. But, but yeah, E, we're, we're, with the flow. you think that they could coexist, though? Yeah. Like the new, like the new, new school and the golden era? I, AKA of course, old, yeah. Old school? Nah, it could. Because that would could. be, I, I feel like in my mind, that would be the best case well, scenario. Fuck that. Because there's two, there's two crowds. What coexist? It's, gonna, it's just going to be a whole new era. That's all it's going to be. Okay. It's going to be a whole new yeah. thing. I'm talking a revolution, I, bro. Yeah, but I don't yeah. think it's coming back. I think, Everything. Nah, it can't. It, you you don't want it to come back because that shit is there. It's gonna stay there. Cause think about it like this, you know, in that golden era, we just talking about like eight, you know, the eighties and nineties. You know what I'm saying? Especially the nineties for us. You know what I mean? It was everybody was original. Everybody had their own voice. You know what I'm saying? It was let's say a Monday. You feeling like, damn, I want to listen to Nas. You know, Friday, you're like, yo, I want to. You know what? I feel animated. Let me listen to Busta Rhymes. Hmm, it was two different styles, two different things, two different feelings. Now, you listen to the radio, or you play something on YouTube, or, or you streaming something. Everything sounds the same. Yeah, yeah, that's the problem. And now, if you're different, you're the fucking weirdo. You're the weirdo. You're weird if you're fucking different. Back in the day, if you sounded like somebody else, you could get you could get slapped. You could get slapped in front of people. Like yo, if you step on the stage and you sound like the next man. Even if you stole a bar, you get fucking slapped. Like, I have my ah. days. I, I just, like me, I wake up certain days. I want to hear different shit. Exactly. Like, today, this nigga, we got in my car. We all listen to Tipico. And they got in my car. I'm listening to Tipico. This morning, I might have been listening to the hip-hop on my way to work. It's feeling. I got my playlist. You know? You got to play. You got to sweat. You know, everybody, nowadays, you know, not even nowadays, but. See, like back then, we'll we listen to an album for fucking months. Months. Yo, I remember months. that. The same album for months at a time, you know? Until you might it. flip it, but you're going to go back to the album some yeah. point in the day and listen to CD books. Remember what? Y'all niggas had CD books. I still got CD, my shit man. in the trunk. Man. I still got my <laughs> shit in the trunk, nigga. Yo, Yo, I, yeah, I, I was CD. listening to like Jadakus, Nas, and like Fabulous for like a year, bro. Just them. Mm -hmm. And I didn't get tired of this shit. Like, their catalog is fucking, is just nasty. Nah, yeah, that shit. I mean, you know, you go, you, you, the hype will last for like, a, you know, a good couple of weeks, at least a month where you listen to some shit. It ain't like that now, bro. Yeah, yeah, man. That shit. Buster Rhymes dropped some shit. The Speaking Buster, Buster shit. Rhymes. And look at that. The Buster yeah, shit, it sounded ill uh, when it came out. Look, it's been already two weeks, two, right? three weeks. And nobody's talking about it. They talked about what? it like two days, two, three days, mm -hmm. maybe that first week. Us, you know what I mean? We, you know, we kept talking about it. People, I like remember us. I was, I was riding around that whole, that whole day when y'all, we were talking about it in the chat. Man, and I was, you know, I'm riding around. I was, you know what? Let me, I just listened to the whole shit through. I was, you know, it was dope. It was good. 
but it was everything, good. everything, good. everything comes full circle, man. Because back in the '80s, it was all about singles. '90s, it started being about albums because the CD players, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, and the devices. Now it's back to singles because of the streaming. Nobody wants, nobody wants to be at the short attention span. Nobody wants to be, you know, sitting yeah, down for thirty true. minutes, forty minutes, listening to a whole album, opposed to listening to, you know, three, two. Matter of fact, the songs are like not even two minutes now. So true, man. So, so true. that's where we're at right now. You know what I'm saying? And everything, everything comes back. Fashion, Every, fashion, fashion comes back. Blame it on the, blame it on the DJs. Oh, incredible. Damn, oh. Uh, uh, Damn, oh. Uh, the DJs is, is at fault. Yo, going back to that Busta Rhymes shit. That Zar <laughs> shit? That Zar? That Zar was Man, I was driving. I just wanted to fucking go as fast as I could because that shit was just like Damn. getting that me so hype. Pump, pump. Pump, pump. What he's saying. And then I, was, I had the video too. It. I was seeing the video on my phone and I just put it on the phone holder. The video was And he's just like... You know, moving with soldiers and shit. Wow, he look, he look, he look great. The video, that's, 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 that's what's about um, when you do a song and then you put a visual, you know, you put a picture behind it. And I like wish for you niggas know, to see it, that that tracks people more to that song. Exactly. And you know what, guys? If it wasn't COVID, I think that video would have been way hotter because mm-hmm. I feel like the the video was good, but you could tell it was like in a smaller studio mm-hmm. and something that he's never worked with before because. It looked a little, you know, it it's, didn't look like Busta, Busta, Busta. Yeah. It, 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 didn't high, it didn't have that million dollar hype Williams budget behind yeah, bro. it. It was but a small really, room. It was a small studio. Know, yeah, nobody's really nobody's making, really uh, nobody's really doing million dollar videos anymore. And if they know? do it, they make it out of their own, out of their own pocket. Exactly. You know? Be coming out of pocket, you know. But, I mean, Busta, you know what I'm saying? Who's still dropping? Um, Nas, is, he dropped something, right? He's dropping. He dropped. What was the last thing he dropped? Who? Nah, he, he just dropped. He, he dropped. Shit, uh, King's disease. Yeah. Yeah. That, I, I like that one. I like that one. You, re, you reunited the firm, the original firm. I'm excited about that. I hope they continue. They to get. They something. say they're talking about an album. You know? Honestly, I just want to hear Az and Nas together. I'll be honest with you. Everybody else, <laughs> yeah, you can chill. Az, Az was. Uh, Az is nasty. He slept yeah. on. Man. He's had Dominican too. Shout out to Az. <laughs> yo, shout out to yeah, yeah, man. my man Adrian. Yo, Adrian's on the on the cut. You know what I mean? Just yo, what up? What's going on, man? And while we at it, man, shout out to Reels and heads up. Yo, uh, Reels heads up. up. He's Queens making of, this Queens of New NY. Hard. He's making this real easy Heart for of us. Queens, Heart of Queens. Oh, Queens of NY. What I say? Yo, go ahead, man. Go ahead, bro. Was the first one that ever wrote something and then told the other one, yo, I can write in your right list, right together. Well, I mean, we. Well, like, we, we started doing, like, me and Chris started doing. That's what, you know, we were talking about in the beginning. So you Chris, Nah, nah. It was just like some shit that just happened, like, slowly. Yeah, we just. We was with other people, then slowly, like. Chilling in the crib, smoking. Bullshitting. Me and this nigga chilling in his room, smoking when his mom's in the kitchen, thinking she ain't smelling nothing. And Yo, we just chilling there. And, and we there politicking and fucking bullshitting, doing kid shit. And, you know, we just sit there, you know, we sit there for hours just doing, you know, chilling, chilling, doing nothing. Instead of, 
We'll just start, and that you know, we'll just start writing. You know, I mean, don't get me wrong. Yeah, we really came in with that idea. Like I came over there with that idea, and then I told one, I told one call, I was like, yo, you know, me and this nigga started fucking around recording in the house. This nigga, the the, the um a while back, this nigga had in the computer. He started showing me shit that I forgot about that we recorded at his, in his house in a desktop, and that shit. When I heard that shit, it sounds shit horrible. Brought, but it, it sounds brought, horrible. But it brought back so many fucking memories. Yeah, yeah, good memories. Too. Good memories of us, you know. Just and then you know we started like that, and then we told Juan Carlos come over, like yo, come over. I said, yo, Juan Carlos, let's let's do, come over here. Me and this nigga fucking around, writing uh, writing 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 to this beat. Then Juan Carlos would come, write, write that shit, and we just record that shit right there, real quick. Yeah, we'll do that. Then eventually it, it grew into like, yo, let, you know, we want to let's go to the studio. When Carlos already been to studios, so when Carlos brought us to the studio, we just talk about our first fucking <laughs> studio experience that we fucking had. Cause that was, yeah, that, that was a fucking experience. That. It was hilarious. It was very hilarious. Alex, we went to you know Alex, Alex Sterling. I Alex, still remember that. Went to some, day. you know, it taught it that taught us though, you know. Uh, People that are really, you know, really engineered, you know, not engineered, but people that are really, you know, not professionals, professionals, that are pros, sure. you know, really into the music thing and not, you know, niggas just sit there to hit play and record and stop and between, you know, a nigga that really gets into it because that's why we ended up with O. Because when we right, came to O, to o. it was a whole different fucking experience from Yo, shit we've been through game. already before. Do you have expectations? Yo, what's up with the stupid questions, bro? <laughs> yeah, but hold up before you go left. E, that that's a good uh, that's a good topic you brought up because it showed like again you said producers. There's good producers, bad producers, engineers, bad engineers. We went to him to uh, so he could engineer our songs, and all he did was there to press. He was just there to press Sterling? record. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sterling record. Know nothing. I don't and then, but then we went to oh yo O didn't just press record. He was. Getting, he was giving his input, but he yeah, bring he was asked. Bring, bring that shit over here. Yeah, yeah, bring it over here. Fuck bring it. it over Cause I, I need a refill too. So, yo, my man, oh, no lie, he would dissect the song and he would be like, yo, you know, I don't want to interject in the song, but if you want my opinion, I can give it to you. Yo, and he had the craziest ideas and he had a lot of skill with it. And he had love and passion for it. He made it come kind of like it was his own. Nah, and that, that inspired us even more. And then that's how we all even fucking, we stay connected and nah, we stay working with each other even more. And then right there, we went with my man Reels. Reels came around too. So you got no expectation in making music? Do you do it for the hell of it? Uh, for the love, for the fun. We do it for the love, we do it for the fun. You know what I'm saying? I mean, at one point, there was, you know, it there was about that. Yeah, you know, we we talked, we spoke about it. Not even. You didn't expect to like somebody hear your music. Of course, we, we had want, that. Our, our expectation. All right, now nah, let me. I I I'll, I'll, I'll clear that up. Uh oh, I'll, I'll clear. Give this man a mic. <laughs> Is there an extra mic? My man got some questions. Literally, the masses, but even through YouTube, locally, young niggas can uh, reach the masses that certain people can. But but that's our that's our expect our expectation. That's our expectation is to reach the people that are into the kind of hip hop shit that we're into. That that you know, not even the shit that we're into, but that 
that'll hear our shit, like it's different niggas will hear music, right? Niggas can hear my shit, but they don't know what I look like. They don't know how I am. They just hear, they just hear it, but niggas, they'll, they'll hear it, but they don't listen. Now, when a nigga see me and meet me and see me in person, see the type of nigga I am, then they'll, want, then, they'll, then they'll hear my shit when I tell them, like, yo, listen to this shit. Now you see the type of nigga I am, and now you see what I'm talking about. Now you listen. Now you see me, now you don't type shit. You know what I yeah. mean? Adrian needs a mic. Yeah. You need yeah, a mic. Yeah, we can't, yeah, nobody mic, hears you. Know, you. Yeah, yeah. So, hey, um, it's not like we're talking to fucking ghosts. <laughs> Yo, we talking to Casper. Let's do this shit. Let's do this shit. Like this. Because that's what I'm saying. You can be a guest. And then you just talk with a mic. Because now it looks like we're talking to ourselves. We're not even looking at each other. You know? Ah. <laughs> I could talk all day, nigga. Yeah, no. Nah, we had, you know. No, no, no. As, you know, when you're in your 20s and shit like that, this game, there is... People put an age limit to the game. They're like, you know, oh, you're a rapper. You know, if you're, if you're 25 and over, you're done. They called you an old head after 25. Yeah, yeah. Isn't that crazy? Like, yo, you haven't even been, you haven't lived your life. But you, li- as you, a hear the, you, you listen to the music that niggas were recording. You know, I hate to call it back then and say back then compared to like when these niggas that we grew up on were in the young, early 20s, late teens. You listen to the shit, the, the 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 way the shit that we're talking about, and the way they were composing the lyrics and the music, right. the rhymes together, and you compare it to the way niggas is doing that today. That are that in that same age, same genre. There's no fucking art behind it because no, money money came and ruined. It's just it, yeah. It's there's money. no there's no real art. Like you see me even when I freestyle. You see, I, 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 we'll, we'll sit down and freestyle, and I lose myself because I know how I talk. I talk, I talk with a slang, with a lingo, that if you don't know me, you won't understand what the fuck I'm talking about. And especially when I'm rhyming, I start saying shit. I start saying words that I lose myself because I don't think you understand what the fuck I'm talking about. Mm. And I start thinking too deep. That's why when, when we <laughs> start freestyling, <laughs> I understand what I'm saying. My thing is, you know, I, I start thinking too deep. I'm like, this nigga don't get what the fuck I'm talking about. Because I start saying words that uh, I know uh, what I mean in my head. But Metaphors and shit that I know I meet in my head, but that's the art because we and that's the art. Of, yeah, that's, the, that's, that's the ill shit. So basically, the expectation you, you know, Adrian was talking about expectation, but at the end of the day, hip hop is something that it's a culture. You know, we looking at it as a culture aspect. The aspect of it is, you know, doing shit for the love. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Getting together. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Hip hop was created. To stop violence, which is ironic because if you're not getting killed, you ain't popping. You know what I'm saying? Their rappers get better promotions. <laughs> Their rappers get better promotion. And somebody, right now, somebody Jadikus, shoot me. My man Jadakus. Yeah, shoot and right me. now that's what's happening. Yo, that, I mean, yeah. niggas want it. Niggas, niggas, Everybody's dying. Motherfuckers dying. I don't, give a fuck. Honestly, I don't give a fuck who hear me, who listens. The ones that are going to listen to us. Listen to the shit that 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 like that we bring out and our type of shit and, and people like us, our niggas that just you know really just like music, love music, yeah. and give everything a shot, give it's everything a, a shot. It's a different, it's a different perspective, basically. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Just the way that we make music, that the consumer, the consumer's listening. You know what I'm saying? 
Because there's there's a lane for everything. You know what I mean? Like there's there's a lane for for gay midget porn. There's a lane for chick, chicken butt fucking. You know what I mean? Like who the fuck wants to watch that? But people watch. That. There's a lane for everything. Oh, Let me see your history. There's uh, a lane. Let me see your I mean, now nah, I'm out of computer. You ain't gonna find that. But yo, there's a lane for everything, nah, dogs. Man. There's a there's a lane for all types of music. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, what true, what you true. may like, I may not like. Because I won't give it a chance. But once I give it a chance, I might like it. I may not. I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna stick to my guns. But at the end of the day, it's a culture, man. You know what I'm saying? Yo, the break dancing. I used to write. I used to tag up. You know what I'm saying? Back in junior high and high school and shit. I was in a fucking writing. I was in a writer crew. You know what I mean? Seven W, seven writers. You know what I mean? Like, yo, Crazy JC was my shit. Because I was retarded. Special Ed and all that. You know what I mean? Like, yo. I did it too, though. I can't from everybody. Yeah, everybody, you know, I, I try to break dance. You know, get, they dab. We all dabbed in a little bit of everything. Yeah, break dancing. I tried DJing too. You know, hip hop is just it's something that we we live, man. It's not something that we do for capital gain or I want to be famous. Let me let it's me go life, viral. It's a lifestyle. It's hip hop. Everything is, a is yo. Lifestyle. I go to work as hip hop. I meet people as hip hop. I told to my kids is fucking hip hop. You know, my son's like, what's up, bro? And I'm like, damn. I'm looking at him. What the fuck he just said? He said it to his grandfather. What's up, bro? <laughs> like, damn. <laughs> How you saluting your grandpa's like that? Yo, it's your grandpa. It's your papa. Now, what's up, bro? Yo, he's hip hop. My daughter's hip hop. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, they dancing. They break dancing. They, they rapping. They, they doing all that shit because... Is embedded in us, you know what I'm saying? We grew up in that New York, especially New York, the, the birthplace of this shit, you know what I mean? It's in our blood, man. One call was talking about graffiti. Mm. Uh, shout out to my little brother. When he went out to PA, he did an ill graffiti. He did like some big shit in the building, and somebody called the cops and everything. Mm. And he was around, and the cops was like, Yo, do you do this? He's like, Nah. He's like, Let me see your phone. He took a picture of it and put it on his screensaver. Damn. As soon as he opened the, the phone, it was the shit was there. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga sold themselves. They just handcuffed him. They handcuffed him right wow. there. Man. That was years ago. That was yeah. That was years ago. Damn. Was, like, and you know what? Ago, That's Instagram right now. Motherfuckers do crimes and they post pictures oh, on Instagram. Wow, bro. And everybody's getting caught. Yo, the feds, the FBI, they don't gotta do their job. They just there. They on Instagram. <laughs> on their phone, probably like oh, I could stay work from home. And you know what these niggas are doing. And, and rest in peace, all the you know the young rappers dying, man. You know, last week was hectic. You know, uh, King Von, Mo Three, got they got shot, killed in, in Texas, I think. Well, uh, King Von in Atlanta. Twenty one Savage brother. Twenty one Savage brother in London yeah, yeah, got London. stabbed. He he got stabbed, a shot. He died. Uh, yeah. Boosie, who's you know he's around our age. You know, what I mean, he got shot in the leg. Mm-hmm. I um, see that. Benny the Butcher from Griselda, he does real hip-hop. That 90s boom-bap shit. He got shot in the leg in Houston. He's from New York. He's from upstate Buffalo. Was it Houston? He was, was in Houston. Houston. At a Walmart. He was in a Walmart. Lot. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, yo, at, it, I feel like hip-hop now is on, yo, there's, there's only a few spots to be big or whatever, so people want to take that spot. They want to take your spot. If you up there, they want to take your spot. Bro. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, we... It's a, it ain't a competition. It is a competition. It's a competition, sure. but it is a competition, but it ain't. It's not because, I mean, niggas used to compete back yeah. in the day, yeah. and it was a friendly competition. And these niggas was actually 
competing musically. Battles been going on, you know, since the beginning. You know, you yeah, but you're you right though. There's space for everything. There's space for yeah, everybody. You don't, see, you don't see that much where niggas are willing to get on another track with a, with another do a certain kind of track. You know, everything now is calculated on the kind of song you want to do, kind of music you want to do with some, with that certain somebody. Because you want to be outdone. Whoa. You don't want to be outdone. People True. got that fear of being outdone on a song as opposed to stepping up to the fucking challenge. And, that's and, like when Eminem killed uh, Jay-Z on that fucking... That, but that, that, that's, that's, that, that, that's, that's Jay-Z and Eminem not giving a fuck and be like, yo... You're nice. I'm nice. Let's see. You know. Let's see what we. And can it's two do. different, two different lanes too. You know what I'm saying? Like Jay Z wasn't like, yo, I'm not gonna get on his level because I can't do that. Mm-hmm. They, they, I can't they do that. Yeah, what he they. does, and and you know, and certain people that fuck with Jay and understand his story and and live what he's lived, they're like, yo, Jay got that. What are you talking about? But the the hip hop nerds and the kids that are just on the fucking you know behind the computer, they're like, yo, what are you talking about? M got that. But, yo, speaking of that, though, man, I done, yo, 2018 to 19, I did, like, six features, right? And then I send to other people's shits. And I send my verses and never came out. I'm like, yo, what the fuck happened to my verses? What happened to that song? Mm-hmm. And they wouldn't even put it out. Because I'm killing, I'll kill this shit. And I can like, believe that for sure. Man, for sure. I try to stab, I try to stab, shoot, stomp, <clears throat> and fucking... Niggas don't, like that. Niggas don't like that competition. Nah, they like, nah, you can't. There's one thing, if you're whack, it's whack. There's another thing, if, yo, that nigga's just too nice, nah, 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 now you, you just, you ain't up for the competition. I always felt like <clears throat> when we would do a song with Juan Carlos, we already knew he was going to come to kill it. So I always felt like that would hype us up a little bit, mm-hmm. animate us a little more. And I knew I used to just go back and rewrite some. That's from experience, though. <clears throat> that's from failing. That's from, you know what I'm saying, getting in front of people and getting booed. Get the fuck off the stage. Mm-hmm. You know what I, mean? I, I experienced that shit. I'm like, yo, nah, I got to come hard. Like, you know what I mean? That's from experience. You but know never get mean? discouraged. Never get discouraged. I could have uh, been like, yo, I went to a queen. I remember we went to AV. There was a hooky jam. And I went to a Queens Vogue hooky jam. And they gave, they passed me the mic. They had a mic, and they and one of the and I'm rapping, I'm rapping, I'm rhyming, I'm flowing, ba 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 ba, and and then I, one of the lines like, yeah, you know what I'm saying, uh, and I said, you can't fuck with this flow, da 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 da, da, da. fuck all these Queen Vogue hoes and. <laughs> Uh-oh. And the whole party Uh-oh. was Queen Vogue. <laughs> Everybody's like, "Woo, get the fuck off the log and don't give me the mic." <laughs> And it Yo, wasn't because you was white. It was just because of what you I said. Was just flowing. You were, you were yeah, I was just flowing. I was just flowing. And there was a lot of Queens Vogue hoes. I mean, you know what I mean? Just, yo, no, no disrespect Corona to the Queens Vogue. niggas is ruthless. We don't give a fuck. No, no disrespect. <laughs> you calling them hoes because you don't know their name. No, there was one that had fucked me and one of my mans and tried to play it off and all that. But it was high school shit. So I was calling her out. And then, you know, I ended up calling out the whole party. <laughs> Which was fucked up, but you know this is hip hop, man. Hip hop yeah, is man. beautiful. Never that. Nah, but um, but it was their party, and that was outnumbered, and you know, and it was crazy, and it got to some shit. Yeah, it happens. It became that, but that's um, yo, hip hop is beautiful, man, and it's a genre. That I feel like it's dying, bro. I feel like disco. You know, I wasn't a lot. We wasn't a lot for disco when it was popping. Our parents were, but the transition from disco 
to hip hop. You know what I'm saying? It's like when hip hop was dying, oh, when um, disco was dying and transitioning, then they took hip a uh, certain certain um cool herc boom. He started breaking. He started the break beats all disco tracks. He would take certain parts and loop it and scratch it. Yes, and yes. And he did that all. You know what I'm saying? Just to gather the community because there was a lot of gang violence, people killing each other for no reason in the neighborhoods, and it was for peace, right? That's what we got. KRS One, you know, he was the teacher. You know, he's he's educating public enemy. You know, what I'm saying N.W.A. came through with some, you know, some gangster shit. That's when I think the whole gangster rap shit came. Gangster rap, that shit. You was know, but we had our gangster rap shit. Kooji Rap was a gangster rapper. You know, he was like the original gangster rapper if you think about it. You know, he would talk about you know on the run, he's killing freaking mafia niggas and shit. But I feel like his career, right? Like it should have it should have went a little further, man. Yeah, so talented. So talented. He was he was talented, but as a lucrative, he had his lean. As a lucrative, yeah, as a lucrative uh, pinpoint, he didn't have that that commercial success. You know, now it's with Illmatic. That shit, that shit barely went gold when it first came out. When he dropped, it was written. He had that single with Lauryn Hill. If I ruled the world, that was mad commercial. Mm -hmm. He was lyrical in the shit. But it was mad commercial, and that that raised him to platinum status, and to you know everybody in the world knowing him and shit. Mm. But that's what it is, man. You know. But nowadays it's like, yo, that one hit wonder shit. You know what I'm saying? Last year was uh, that cowboy shit. Uh, what was it? Jesus. Little Nas X. That's what you talking Little about? Nas X. Little Nas X. Talking about Nas. Little Nas X. He took his name. Damn Nas. He was high last year. This year, he's gone. You know, before that was the gold. Gold on everything. Traded Dad James. And oh, where he's at, he's gone. So every year, there's one dude that's, that's popping. I'm saying. Like, it's different now. The way you see Very artists different. come up. Like, artists don't come up the way they used to. Now they last, you know, they get a good two years. I see, I'm seeing niggas post shit with money, stacks, and, you know, jewelry. Fake shit. But I'm like, yo. I never heard of this nigga in my life. Fake shit. A lot of wait, wait, wait. Y'all niggas think it's fake money that they be putting? Fake jewelry. I don't think it's right? fake, but... I think it's fake jewelry, I mean, they, too. you know, they probably got a logo buzz, but I'm like, yo, all right. This nigga, um, some some dude, I saw some shit today I never heard of. I can't even think of the nigga's niggas. I, know, I don't even know who the fuck he was. <laughs> but meanwhile, this nigga, this nigga put up some plaque shit. Um, he's like multi-platinum. Meanwhile, I never, I don't even know what fucking song he, he was talking about. And I don't, even know the, I don't even know who the fuck the artist was. Meanwhile, this nigga had a stack of money there showing. I'm like, yo, these niggas is wack, man. Like, don't get me wrong. You get money, get your money, my nigga. Get it. Yeah, yeah, nah. Niggas, I mean, yo. Niggas get money. Niggas, 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 niggas get everybody money. getting money yeah, now. Get nah, that. Nah, nah. Big up to everybody getting money. You don't need to flaunt that shit. That shit, that's Because we from a different era. We from a different era where where we didn't post everything. We didn't have cameras and pictures to post everything. Not every little thing, every little thing we did, it wasn't on social media. Social media came around and kind of fucked everything up for everybody. Like, yo, nah, yeah, people, you got to keep up with the it Joneses. Gave, it gave a lot of, it gave a lot of, you know, people. It gave people uh, like an energy to put everything out there. Because I remember being a kid. I mean, and I think about the shit I used to do when I was a kid. I'm like, yo, if I do this shit that I was doing when I was like 15, 16, and put this shit out, this should go viral. I can't do it now because yeah, I'm a yeah. fucking grown ass man. But I think about the stupid, funny shit that I used to do back in the day. 
when I was a fucking teenager. Man, I'm like, yo, the shit, shit I used to do man. that I even like have niggas rolling on the floor, just dumb shit. This shit would go viral nowadays. It but would. I'm not gonna do this shit now, obviously. <laughs> when you think about um But like, you know, some people do that shit, you know, for attention. Let's and th- it catches on. Catches on. But it dies out. Remember that dude on um, these nuts? What happened to him? Uh huh. There was a there was a wave wait, wait, wait. Of, of um these nuts the rapper. Or? No no no. Oh, the, 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 the meme dude, guy. It was a meme. It was a point where it was just memes, right? Like dudes were getting famous on these nuts. The dude with the big ass neck. There was a dude with a big ass neck. Oh yeah, yeah the thick neck. Thick neck. It was like thick a, neck. Was like and there was a little neck. And there was a thin neck. There was a thin neck and a thick neck. Like yo, there was a point where it was just memes, right? Motherfuckers it's getting stupid shit. They were bro. getting famous off of the memes and the, and the little short videos and shit. And it's like, yo, where the fuck are they at now? Like this is crazy. Like the attention span is is real, real low. And and just to make it right, people got to go to the extremes. And it's like, yo, you see the certain niggas on IG though that that they, they they keep up with it, like the nigga Rodell Ortiz. That nigga been doing it already for a couple of years. That nigga's funny as fuck. Yo, yeah, I yeah, seen him the other day on on, on Haven. Oh yeah. And I'm I I'm driving next to him and we stopped at the red light. Yo, funny. So I, I'm like, I roll down the window. And I'm like, yo, you th-. I forgot his name. I didn't know his name. I had I I I couldn't figure it out. And I'm like, yo, you you the Instagram dude. Yeah. Dime He's like, yo, no, we're by Ignacio, blah blah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, tu no vas a una vaina. I'm thinking, you, you're not doing a skit? He's like, no, I'm going to your gimnasio. And right there, the fucking, the funniest shit, a fucking uh, ambulance is right behind me and it's telling me to move on the red light. Woo! And I guess fucking shot. I get masked, you know? And he's cracking the fuck up. So I hit him up on DM. I'm like, yo, you almost made me crash. The fucking ambulance almost hit me. He's like, yo, no doubt. He's laughing. That's but he's a cool funny. dude. He That's responded funny. back. Yeah, he yeah, wasn't yeah. Hollywood or nothing. Nah, yeah. He was mad but cool. Thing, these IG niggas, like, that nigga, the nigga Ken Starr, that nigga's another funny, dumb nigga. Like, this shit is be Your dumb cousin funny. cousin went to school with him or something, right? So, yeah, so, oh. so Ken Anthony. Star. Ken Starr? A- Anthony's best friend, Richie. Yeah. That's that's his best friend, and they used to oh, fucking shit. do videos. Man. They used to do videos. I used to hang out with them, and they were doing all this crazy shit, but at Rich, stopped doing videos. But these niggas, again, Ken Starr blew but up. But these niggas, yeah, these niggas are making money mm-hmm. off of that. Yeah, for they're sure. making money off of that. You know, they get they get sponsors. Nah, sponsors. Yeah, it's just they get sponsors, or they get you know they get booked to do to host fucking shit. I mean, everything's shows. closed right now. So. Everything's closed, but I mean, when even in the summer, shit was open. Niggas are still doing. Now nah, they will make they make yeah. money, but you know that is it's, it's, it's a different it's, game. It's a different ball game, bro. There's certain niggas that that keep it up, and you know you see the niggas that are actually like yo, this nigga's actually funny. But yeah. that Instagram shit though, well, just social media completely. It kind of ruined the music experience. Like, for example, when we started going to the lab, it was like this magical thing. Oh, shit, look at this. Oh, shit, look at that. Like, you know, there's guitars on the wall. You know, there's yeah. a drum drum set on the wall. This is crazy. This environment is amazing. I've never been in, i never experienced this. But now, you just, that's all you see on the gram. That's all you see on social media. So but you it's know, kind of expected. It, it makes everywhere. everybody think that they could do it. It it Until does. They come and actually try to do it. And yeah, they, it's a different story. And they can't do shit. Yeah, it's, yeah. It, it's, they can um, do it, but it don't sound right. It's True. about um, yeah, like SoundCloud was one thing that fucked everything up because everybody could upload a, a song they did in their room. You know, now these kids they doing that shit in their room and they, they just upload it on SoundCloud and 
the experience of going to the studio. When we were going to the studio, like, yo, there were there were kids younger than us looking at us, like, yo, they going to the studio. Now it's like, oh shit. Yeah, no, nah, the studio's played out. Like Yo, people could make songs on their phone and they uploading it. Mm-hmm. They'll record on their phone. They upload it on boom. They upload it to, to stream right away. That's crazy. That's yeah, crazy. Technology's, you know, and that's her real is they're trying to they're trying to take you out the game, kid. <laughs> You gotta adjust. You gotta adapt, man. Yeah, man. See, you know? like my little cousin, our, our cousin, um, Ringo, our son Tutu, mm-hmm. he's doing this shit with the with the bachata, like you know. And his dad, who's been in the music industry, he's been has it for, done it for yeah. you know for a very long time. He knows how it works. He was in Sao Gigante, yo. Yeah, he was solid. He got a few times. He's done a lot that's of cool. shit. That's man. cool. That's cool, man. He's done a lot of shit. Yeah. He's very, you know, he's very humble about that side of him because yeah. he fucked up a lot of that. Yeah, did he meet the life. chacal? Yeah. Oh no, no, no. He went to the next. Yo, he he went to the next round and all that. The chacal never came. But you know, a home. lot of the shit that he's doing now for his son is he's he's pretty much correcting what his fuck his up mistakes. his mistakes because yeah. that nigga that nigga could have. He could have made, you know, he could have had money, and he did a lot of dumb deals, and now he's correcting that with his son, and you know, you see it like, and his son is, yo, that little nigga is so focused, my nigga. Yo, what nah, you? He's yo, hey, what do you that have? Game, that nigga's mind, my nigga is, yo, you don't yeah. see niggas like at that age. That nigga's since you've been doing this, like, you know, fucking with the music, with the instruments, like he was like eleven, twelve, but you, and that nigga's only seventeen right now. But that nigga's mentality, my nigga. I, that nigga brought me to this party. With a bunch of niggas, bunch of young niggas his age, you know, maybe a couple of niggas, couple year, couple years older, and these niggas are all, you know, niggas are smoking, drinking, and then niggas, you know, he knows like what his, what what he wants to do, and he wasn't letting none of that shit distract. Like he's not a nigga like yo, you want to hit this? Like that nigga, that nigga look at you like you crazy, nigga. Crazy. Like you, yo, you want to sip? That nigga, look, you know, his his mind is so focused, focused on the focused, music, man. That's fucking good. like that that's shit. Good, that's man. I'm Sounds like yo, like, I see his. Oh, I'm like yo, my nigga. I, I I I respect that nigga shit, and that's why I support a nigga like that, a young nigga like that, because that nigga's all about that. He don't give a fuck about none of that, nothing else in the world, my nigga. I'm telling you, that nigga wakes up playing instruments. Yeah, but now let me ask you this question. You brought a good uh, topic up. Would you want your son? To get into hip hop, like how you did it, of course, man. And would you help him out? And would you like show him that? Of course. If my son, if my son was to come, you know, I mean, that's something you can't force in in anybody. But if I see that shit, that shit will hype me up to the (laughs) fullest way. I'm a fucking, I'm a deep dive nigga. We're gonna do this shit the way I never could. (laughs) You know, if if I see you know you you're really into it, and this is something you really want to do. We're gonna go all for it. I, I, you know, that's something you know. But you can't force that on on, on anybody. Facts, sure. Anybody. Yeah. Just like you know, you see a kid. You know, any you gotta. Oh, you know, your kid. You always gotta support whatever they love. Sure. Yeah. You know, whatever it is, and you know, that's something. You know, whether it's fucking, you know, computers or fucking music. Uh, you know, some kids. You know, they love just racquetball. Yeah. You know, sport. <laughs> sports. Sports, doctor, you gotta yeah, support doctor, it, my yeah, nigga. Whatever it is, yeah. they love my nigga. They I want my kids to be doctors and lawyers, and shit. but you can't force it. No, no, I don't force anything. Exactly, but, but you, you, you know, can, music. You can, you you can, can guide tell. them. 
you can tell music is in their blood because they hear mm-hmm. a song, a song pops up, they dancing. dancing. Baby girls dancing, you know. The little man, he fucking, he, he trying to rap to this shit. And I'm like, oh, hell no. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because I know what I put, you know, my parents through. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know, seventh grade. You was a knucklehead? Nah, seventh grade. Te- yo, the teacher telling my parents and parent teaching that, like, yo, watch your son. You know, a white teacher telling. Well, parents, watch your son. You know he's he, you know he's into this rap stuff and <laughs> and my parents, you know, like what are you doing? What are you doing? I'm like, listen, I like to rap. I'm in the seventh. Grade. I mean, they looked at us like you know. Now they understand the mortgage were grown. Before and, it was vilified. But before, like well, you know, we niggas like my we mother was, used to shit on me. Yeah, cause they Ooh. they look at us like yo, we some niggas from the street. Like oh, you like that shit that everybody else like these these dudes in the street like to listen yeah. to. You know, all these, you know, callejeros and shit. Like, nah, it's not about that. It's a lifestyle. And then they realize that, yo, nah, our kids, you know, that's what they grew up around. This is just how they, you know, as they, as we grew up, their mind adapted to it. Our parents. Like, my, my dad said. Because they grew up, they grew up a whole different way than we did. Yeah. Yo, my dad said, why, why are you calling yourself dogs? Why are you calling your friends dogs? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, you know, my pops is old school Dominican. He's like. No, eso no se hace. You know, so I'm like, I'm like, yo, this is just what it is. What the fuck you mean? He's like, they don't because they grew up a whole different lifestyle. Yeah, yeah, they don't, they don't know about it. But then they, when they see us become men, and they see, all right, we still handling our shit, but we still the same. We we still coming off that same leaf that they saw us growing up in. Nerd. But in, you know, we're not them. They they expect us to be them the same way we're, we'll probably expect our kids to be. Us, our kids might, you know, even though you know they, we're gonna we're gonna see them. I go think we know nah, better. We know better. Nah. We know better. To man. be honest, I don't. Nah, I don't see it like that. I, in retrospect, I, I'm my pops. Maybe my pops. Yeah, my pops wanted me to be like, yo. He was like, yo, come, come do the line of work that we did. You could retire. And then I'm like, I can't do a nine to five. I like, and I commend him. And I tried doing this job for two weeks. And I was like, yo, how the fuck you did this shit for like 30 years and retired? I'm like, yo, I can't do this shit for two weeks. It's slavery. That I shit know. feel like slavery. And it wasn't hard work. Like, yo, it wasn't slavery like hard work. Like, they weren't getting whipped and picking cotton in the fucking, you know, 90 degree weather. But it was like, yo, I can't do this for two. If I couldn't do it for two weeks, I'm like, I can't do this. And I told him, yo, straight up, I can't do this, man. It's a, it's a, you gotta adapt. You gotta adapt. You gotta but adapt. I was like, I just Mentally, couldn't see myself doing adapt. that. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I, I, I did some, and I, what I'm doing now, I love it. You know what I'm saying? I'm my own boss, and all this, all this crazy shit, I do my own hours. That's what I, I'm just accustomed to that. But my son, I see my son, I'm like, damn. Every day I tell him, like, yo, Yo, you're the greatest. You can do whatever you want. Like, mm-hmm. I tell them that. Shit that my yeah, parents didn't yeah, tell yeah. me. Your motivation. That's parents, my motivation, my parents, bro. My mom used to be like, you ain't going to be shit, yeah. motherfucker. And I'm like, damn, man. The opposite. Huh? The opposite. Yeah, yeah man. You going to be shit, yeah. nigga. And I'm like, yo, mom, why? Why are you telling me that shit? You ain't going to be shit. You ain't going to be a bum. And I'm like, damn. Yo, what the fuck? Yo, my mom used to be hard. It was a different kind of motivation. Yeah, that was different. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it was reverse I mean, psychology, that's, but that's that, negative shit motivation. Uh, yeah. that shit was not working. That shit, that shit made me be like, damn, I, I believed him. Like, damn, I'm not going to be shit. Let me, just, let me not go to school today. You know what I mean? Like, but I tell my kids, yo, do your thing. You know, you're the greatest. You can do whatever you want to do. You know what I'm saying? Go. And my son does whatever he wants, and he, you know, he's man. doing crazy shit now. It is different, man. You know, but speaking of crazy things, 
Tomorrow is Thanksgiving. Oh, shit. You know? Yes, yes. Happy Thanksgiving to everybody out there. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? Let's Celebrating this massacre. You know what I'm saying? The massacre day. Oh, shit. Let's be thankful for this bottle of Johnny. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, the following on Saturday, speaking of the golden era, mm-hmm. speaking of, uh, you know, our beautiful town, Mike and Roy Jones are going to fight. Oh, that's hip hop. If that ain't hip hop, that's this weekend. That's this weekend. Damn. If that ain't hip hop, I don't know what it is, man. That's Saturday, right? Every rapper has mentioned Mike Tyson in it. Everybody, man. The champ. I would love. We got that. That's something, yo. Everybody got to catch. Just to see, you know. I I mean, don't get me wrong. It's not the same. You know, Mike Tyson back in the day. But I mean, he's fifty. He's yeah. He's like fifty. Fifty. What, like in his mid fifties, but he's in great shape, man. I mean, everybody's saying he's gonna kill Roy. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they saying. That's what they saying. Let's see what happens? Because you know what it is back then. You know, Mike Tyson from you know back then. That nigga was a fucking animal. Yeah, yeah one. Yeah, you know what? What fucked him up was the the fame. The fame. The fame fucked him up. You know, he lost that focus because I'm sure you know after a while he started getting too into his uh. The ego. The, the, the ego. Himself, the ego. And, you know, he was living, a, you know, it, it went from, yo, he get in the ring. It's like, yo, he just want to kill a nigga now. He you know went what? in the ring. That nigga partying before he even went in the ring. There was times where he would, he would, he would like, have orgies right before uh-huh. a, a fight. The night before, he would be drinking, sniffing coke. Like, oh, <laughs> oh, shit. That's what I'm saying. He got caught up in the party. Lifestyle. But um, it's just exciting, right? Cause we would we would watch that in illegal cable boxes, the brown cable box. Remember the brown cable mm-hmm. box? Yo, two buttons. And then these throw a bullet. Yo, tiraron un tiro. And they be like, what? What do you mean? They throw a bullet to the they go, they go that whole shit will go blank. That whole I remember box. Remember that shit. And you gotta pay and you had again to, yeah, to re- reconnect to get, or yeah, whatever. Illegal cable box. That's, That's the hood shit. That's a throwback. That's that hood shit, man. We used to get illegal cable boxes, but um, him fighting. You know, there's a lot of there's a lot of um, rules to to the shit though. If if you get cut, I think one of them gets cut, the fight is over. Uh, it's um, man, it's, it's gonna be whack it's old in man that rule. aspect. But old just a, just the hypeness of him. They gonna be wearing headgear? No headgear. Uh-huh. No, it's no headgear. It's an exhibition. It's an exhibition, but no. Um, if somebody get knocked out, the fight is over. It's a, it was crazy shit, but you know. It was exciting because yo, we watched these uh, Mike Tyson fights, and that shit wouldn't even pass, you know, in the first round. It was, yeah, no, it was just a beast. I, yeah, this nigga. But yo, oh, what I was gonna say was, he actually admitted that he was the one that was scared going to fight. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, well, I'm seeing, I'm seeing. It's just funny. The doc, like, there's a video of him talking about how how he, would he be was, scared. His mentality going in in the ring. He's like, I, I look, I look at him. He look at me. I look at him, he look at me, and I see him now, he's starting to get scared. He's starting to get scared. And I said, no, I, said, I got him. I got him. I got him. And he's like, hey, Word, yo. Hey, yo, yo, he, he broke it down. Like it's like a voiceover that he broke down, you know? Like, and they were showing a clip of, like, a fighter and him, and then you see the nigga, like, his eyes just went, like, <laughs> wide open, like, he's like, oh, shit. And this nigga's like, yo, I got him. I got him. That's it. That's all it took. That's all it took. <laughs> and yo, not for nothing though. When, when you think of Mike Tyson and then you hear him speak, but then you hear what he's saying, 
Yo, that nigga's profound. Like that nigga's a smart dude. He he he, he has levels to it. Like he understands concept. He knows everything, bro. He lived through it, and and he just didn't like. I feel like somebody like that was just like, ah, I'm just fighting, but he nah, like man. lives his whole life. That's a, that's a, that's knowing who you are. It's a smart that's ass dude. Knowing who you are. That yo. podcast he got is fire too. Yeah, the hot body mm-hmm. joint. But um, a real match that we saw last this week that just passed in hip hop was uh, Jeezy and Gucci, yo. They just had the verses. Oh, that was. I don't know if y'all peeped that. Nah, I did. I had to. I had to. <laughs> yo, monumental because. Of the background, like you know what I mean, like Jeezy put a hit on in, on Gucci, Gucci killed them his man and shit. Like you saw what he said, he's like, yo, yo he put him did. in the box and send him back to oh, you. Oh my god, they, he got Gucci got disrespectful. I thought right there, I was like, yo, I hope they got security. I hope they got somebody. Cause <laughs> you, got, you know this, you know this. I didn't notice. You see how they had the stage on the screen? Yeah, but they had like nigga, they were like in a club. No, that's a strip club. Yeah, yeah, like on the side, like yeah. when you looked at the yeah, it was a strip club. The, yeah, the extra like, footage, even they, was, uh, they had a crowd, like on the, on one side, like Jeezy had his crowd, yeah, and Gucci had his crowd. Like you didn't see that though in the in the if you look at it quick, if you're like you're just watching that, looking at at the actual the 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 the, the whole battle, that. they didn't show that. But. but these niggas had a crowd. Yeah, they had a crowd. On Rick, even side. Rick Ross, I think Rick Ross was there. Now a I lot of yo, this, this was the most viewed verses. Mm-hmm. It was like billions, billions of billions, billions. Damn, nigga. Yeah, it exceeded, it. it exceeded any other verses mm. because people thought it was gonna be a bloodbath, which is crazy, right? Because controversy and and violence is is that's what, what people says. view. Yeah, that's what the, what people view hip hop for. Like they, they go to see hip hop for the violence. Like, I thought know. I thought something was gonna pop off, like. Especially after I heard the way that Gucci was talking. Now the first, the first you know, song, the first song was him was Gucci going at at Jeezy. He called him out on the song and everything. Like. It was like two different mind frames though. Like yeah. Gucci was still on some shit, and my other man and was, Jeezy was on some like grown man shit. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, know, yeah. That's exactly what yeah, I. Yeah, you could talk. I mean, Gucci looked like the type of nigga that is more. You know, yeah, he's, a, 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 typical, a typical, a typical. A typical, you know, typical shit that we hear, the mind frame that we hear of the everybody now, you know, the th- the young dumb nigga, and you know, Jeezy's uh, more uh, upstanding, you know, grown, you know, he got, he got his head on his shoulders. You know what? Yeah, off of this whole pandemic, not with the bullshit. Off of this whole pandemic, I think versus is like one of the few good things that came out of this shit. Yeah, there was some good ones. Was, there was some bad some ones. There was some good ones. Though. There was some bad ones. Yeah, I was hyped for Busta Rhymes and T.I. I really wanted that shit to pop off. That would be hell. And that I think that's just on the low because I'm a New York nigga, so I'm like, I know Busta, I'll give it to him. I See, know. like a T.I. and Jeezy mm. would have made more sense, though. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. T.I. and Jeezy yeah. would have made more sense than T.I. Because yeah, Jeezy yeah. and Gucci is more on some personal... It's more of a personal But that's why they did it. But on a musical level, Jeezy and T.I. would have been more better than Gucci. You know, T.I. and Jeezy more. Jeezy won that because of his his music, his content. But it was just just nerve-wracking to see what the fuck was going to happen. Like, yo. Like, this nigga's dead beef. This is all fake love, my nigga. Them niggas really got... If them niggas really got beef, that, that... Nigga, you got beef on that nigga, my nigga. We got beef for life, my yeah, nigga. Yeah. And, and you don't just settle some shit like that, my nigga. Like, they performed you know. perform the last song together. They dapped up. 
you know, people. A lot of nigga, the mu- a lot of the music industry is fake love, my nigga. A lot of that shit's fake. The whole love, music industry sure. is fake love. Once you get into that love. music industry, that shit is mad fake love. People just they look out for themselves. There's no friends in the music industry. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yo, we we've been through this shit. You know what I'm saying? Since the early 2000s. You know, you what mean I'm niggas on a humble level. And that, and that's why you got you got real niggas. You got real niggas that you know. It's they, don't, they they don't they don't they don't do shit just for fucking for clout for clout for show nah niggas niggas is real with it and there's niggas that do do that shit for 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 the for the whatever the, the fuck, accolades you know. and all that yeah for the fucking accolades the fucking look who I'm standing next to type yeah, shit take all, a pic and all that's that. just why a lot of niggas don't do that you know you can tell the niggas that ain't about that shit niggas do it for show a lot of niggas do it for show a lot of niggas just do it. For the real, for the real, the real, you know, the real, the real of it, which is, you know, this is my nigga. I'm cool with this nigga. Facts, my nigga, facts, oh, this is my brother and all this shit. And then, you know. Yo, my nigga. looking at each other when they dabbing, like, yeah, this is my nigga. They looking over there, this nigga looking over there. Like, come on, man. Can't even yeah, my eyes, nigga. How does your brother? Yo, yeah, let's take a toast, man. Why not? Uh, episode one. Yo. Episode one. I think, uh, the Hip Hop Advocate smashing it, grabbing it. Salute. Uh-huh. Salute to How y'all, man. Thanks for watching. It. Oh, no doubt, man. Yo, check it out. We um, we saucy. We uh, um, we appreciate y'all listening. You know, we got many stories. We got plenty, plenty of more coming. And uh, thank y'all for, like you said, like my man Dylan Music said, yo, thank you for watching, tuning in. Um, Stay tuned, baby. It's a rough nigga. Y'all heard. Hey yo, take one, take one, it's ain't for fake ones The real recognize real, don't be a fake one If you feel like I feel, you'll be a great one Every day is living a movie, this is take one Take one, take one, it's ain't for fake ones The real recognize real, don't be a fake one If you feel like I feel, you'll be a great one Every day is living a movie, this is take one Let's raise the glass to live in life, cause yo, the clock is ticking Tell our music minimize the opposition But I'm moving with the unit, yo, we all connected Come and join the movement if you rockin' with it That's my proposition, I can promise all of our commitment The school of hard knocks, yes, we all attended How we move on the block, yeah, it's a lot different We pursuing the top while y'all non-existent This could be the last time you see the daylight Cause now you got the venom in your veins from the snake bite Increase heart rate, visions of your grave sight Sometimes the enemies are hide right in plain sight Fountain of youth is what they search for to stay young Well, I'ma live it up until my day comes I plop Pressure on your neck, what's the play card? Show me what you do under stress, what you made of. Take one, take one, it's ain't for fake ones. The real recognize real, don't be a fake one. If you feel like I feel, you'll be a great one. Every day's living a movie, this is take one. Take one, take one, it's ain't for fake ones. The real recognize real, don't be a fake one. If you feel like I feel, you'll be a great one. Every day's living a movie, this is take See, one. See, we the most realest, made it full like dope dealers. Go to war, good fellas, if there's dope miss. Can't stop, won't stop, the game gon' be shifted. Execute like Ethan Hunt, completing all missions. Thought patterns are sick, twisted like Paul Fiction. I'm missing and pop. Weather. Building drop gems like five percenters, blazing hot like rock and leather. Pants in the summertime, better be ghosts like Jane St. Patty if you fuck with mine. Turn your new school to Columbine, don't get out of line, use a dub inside. Exterior screen thug but your mind tells you to run and hide. When I'm coming like Omar, I go hard, I broke up, you got no heart. 
snakes line to themselves, but I'm molons. Morons can't digest the proton. Stay composing classics like Mozart, the most smart. Spraying with illmatics that old nons. Take one, take one. This ain't for fake ones. The real recognize real, don't be a fake one. If you feel like I feel, you'll be a great one. Every day's living a movie. This is take one, take one, take one. This ain't for fake ones. The real recognize real, don't be a fake one. If you feel like I feel, you'll be a great one. Every day's living a movie. This is take hey, one. Yo, Camera, action, what you asking is what we passing with a passion. You asking questions, got the answers you need. Playing school of hard knocks like a nigga with a degree. My philosophy is world from the alliance. Working the track like an appliance. Keep the science, higher releases out from the anatomy. Casually working this shit like a factory. This ain't a race, son. This is take one, take two. That ass gonna be fake buns. Take a shovel yourself and take a grave up. I'm just saving the world. From another fake one what, what, Got niggas playing Showing money on the screen That shit don't impress Y'all need another scheme Pull the fuck nigga, up That's how we run it in Queens Pussy ass niggas Ain't got shit on this regime Take one, take one This ain't for fake ones The real recognize real Don't be a fake one If you feel like I feel You'll be a great one Every day's living a movie This is take one, take one, take one This ain't for fake ones The real recognize real Don't be a fake one If you feel like I feel You'll be a a great one every day is living a movie this is take one